Hello, my name is Federico Toledo and welcome to the Quality Sense podcast, where you will have the chance to improve your sense for quality by listening to some leaders who are amazing at what they do in the software industry. In each show, I'll have a one-on-one -on -one chat with them discussing specific topics related to software testing and quality. This is the second part of the interview with Rafael Botvol from Broadcom. He takes care of the end-to-end -end user experience of BlazeMeter. Uh, he has a lot of experience in performance testing and also in open source. So we will be continue listening to this interview. And if you want to listen to the whole interview, I suggest you to start listening to the previous episode. Okay, and one last question related to the topic. Uh, what about open source? Because I, I understand that there are beautiful open source tools for doing performance testing. And there are some companies like already using uh, commercial tools and paying some licenses for, uh, around that. And, and they, they maybe don't want to, to try with the open source solutions mainly because uh, they see that there is a huge investment maybe in the in the first stage like migrating uh, all what they have to the new tool so i don't know if you have any experience uh, you can share about any company try to transition to open source uh yeah this this is a a good topic to, to discuss we we see a lot of enterprises uh, going open source first. Um, I, I think it's not, uh, it will not shock uh, people that will hear this, that uh, uh, you know, the VP level or the C level will say, is there open source that can do that? If the question is yes, so is there somebody backing up that open source? Is it healthy? Is it uh, being uh, maintained? Uh, and if the answer is yes, then that will be the first thing that we'll try to do. And I think the reason organizations, not startup, I'm saying startup is the obvious part, but uh, enterprise, uh, you know, financial, uh, health insurance, uh, they do that because one, it empowers them as an organization. Second, it's really easy to start with open source. So if, if an open source is successful, that means there is a community around it. If there is a community around it and you want to get your users uh, to use that, one, you know that there will be like any other user that is trying to do that and the community will support them. Second, if the community is big, then you know it's something that it's easy. So they take, they relieve a lot of, a lot of the uh, um, concerns of a new product just by going with open source. Second thing is, the uh, ability to do it themselves if they want to. And uh, for, for us in Basement, we see it all the time. We see people um, uh, trying and try doing like JMeter, build it yourself. And uh, at some point, they get to the level that, you know, they spent a, a whole ops team just to maintain that. Uh, and we just tell them, listen, it, it's much more cost effective to do that. And you get all those features and it's like a done deal. Uh, um, and we are happy to see that because for the same, let's say, uh, we talked about ROI, for the same resources that they invested, uh, uh, they got a lot more of their investment. So uh, 
it's, it's an easy choice. But if you're an organization, you also want to know that tomorrow I want to switch, tomorrow I want to do something, the scripts, because they're based on open source, are mine, and I can move between one vendor to another, or even build it myself if it comes to that. Uh, so I think uh, that was the shift I, I think started like somewhere 10 years ago. Uh, and you can see that most of the products, like uh, the leading products today have their open source stuff, uh, Netflix, Google, uh, even Apple are releasing stuff to uh, uh, open source so people can use that because on the, on the end, you don't want a product to product comparison. You're talking about relationship with the customer. You're talking about how you help customers achieve their goals. Uh, the tools is just the how to do that. And I think when uh, somebody uh, invests over a million dollars in your product, they're not buying the product really. They're buying what you promised them. You, you're, they're buying the achievement that they will get to with, your partner, with the partnership between you and the vendor. Uh, and uh, the product is just the how to do that, uh, as long as the product fits the needs, of course. And by, by the way, uh, forgot to mention, we, one of our competitors, uh, you know, it's been there for a long, long time. Uh, we saw the problem of, uh, of the market to, to move from that. Uh, so uh, with, with the help of you guys, we created the, 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 the load runner, or as we call it, the shift left converter, to allow people to ease the pain of moving from that. It's not a silver bullet, right? It's not going to do all the work, but we saw a couple of engagements that we took a year and a half, or even more than that, project, uh, and reduced it to a matter of a couple of months. Uh, and people were able to move from that to technologies such as Selenium, Torus, uh, a J meter and uh, get the same amount of value based on those technologies. And uh, now they are free to choose which open source uh, platform to use. So that makes easier to the, the decision. And also there is yeah. another thing that you mentioned that I think it's really important that when, when you decide to move to a, a, another tool, you, you have to pay a little of attention to the community behind that. I am impressed with, particularly with JMeter, which is a tool that I've been using for many years. And you have like everything you need. It's like there are so many online trainings. There, there are people answering questions in different forums and things like this. Uh, so you, you don't miss anything from a commercial tool if you use that. So, yeah, and, and it's, it's fun to see that. Like, look, uh, Netflix uh, released their uh, CD tool for, uh, you know, uh, 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 Canary testing to the open source. Uh, they, they actually built on top of that another open source to uh, uh, kind of do the uh, uh, analysis of those uh, Canary testing and release that as well. Uh, we see uh, Smart Bear with Swagger that they basically donated that and now it's open API project. Uh, and uh, more and more, don't, we'll, we can talk about the Linux distributions and uh, people are going with open source uh, because it's just a win-win for everyone. I'd like to thank my team, Abstracta, for sponsoring and helping me to create this podcast. 
a Structase, a company fully dedicated to software testing that can work with you to push the quality of your products and processes to the next level. Okay, and um, I have a couple of more personal questions, I would say. One is related to habits, because I, I really believe that a good way to improve things in your life, in your career, is related to the small things that you do every day. So I, I, I'm curious about which habits do you have, or if you have any habit that you recommend the listeners to, to try. Um, oof. Uh, I don't know if it's a, an everyday uh, habit, but uh, um, I'm trying to uh, challenge myself with the new new things, uh, and like uh, at least something like a, in a half a year or a quarter. Uh, we talked about, uh, for example, coffee, right? So one yeah. of my objectives was to uh, uh, get to just find my coffee machine with the budget that I can, uh, and then uh, uh, become. Um, uh, uh, become self-sufficient and roasting my own beans uh, and uh, I just you know one project led to another and uh, we talked about the co coffee is like so uh, scientific you need to have the nine bar and you need to roast it in just exactly the same place and then you the more you look into that uh, the more you understand you need to lay them for like a week and uh, calibrate your grinder uh, and uh, I, it also started you know because there was a coffee machine in the office right and uh i wanted to make something there so I, from my point of view is think of like the things you do daily and uh um just uh how you can do them better uh and just put it as a project for you uh it can go it can be your coffee and it can be your uh, guitar or uh whatever you find it and uh just put your objective i found it uh useful for me and it also happened helps me do it to my uh, teams that we do. So, for example, um, uh, implementing OKRs as a practice can be something that, that you can do just for the sake of learning it and see if it fits for you. Um, with, the, with the coffee? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, o OKRs, uh, it's uh, not just for work. You can do it for your uh, <laughs> own sake. Uh, and uh, it's good because um, with, with OKRs, it's... Uh, uh, you're not supposed to be uh, um, 100% and you're not supposed to fail all the time. And uh, it's a learning process which you learn most about uh, is, is yourself. Like um, today, if, uh, you know, if you'll tell me to develop a geometry script, I will know exactly what to do and I will tell you what, what, how much time it will take. Uh, but if you tell me today, uh, hey, Rafael, how much it will take you to run a marathon? I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Right. But uh, just doing that and like uh, putting an objective and see how you handle with that and how you learn, you learn a, a lot about yourself. Is it physical? Uh, is it uh, the, the psychological uh, where you work? And all you need is just that small objective. OK, we want to run a marathon, so we will run 10 kilometers in the next month. OK, you failed. You learned about it that you're not able to do 10K in one month and due to those reasons, right? Yeah. So uh, you learn a lot about yourself and that's what, uh, what I'm trying to do. Like every uh, quarter, kind of find something and see if I can uh, achieve that. Uh, I, think Mark, I think Mark Zuckerberg is doing it per year and he learned like Mandarin or something like that at one point. So 
So uh-huh. I, maybe I, he's more advanced. Yeah, and it's uh, related to what you mentioned at the beginning. It's uh, doing experiments, right? Yeah, it, it just sometimes you think you you know you'll need a, a a whole project of renovating your house in order to do those kind of things. Uh, I always dreamt to 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 do that, and and I see it as a dream that keeps on going because you never find the time to that or the yeah. money to do that and those kind of things. But uh, every daily small things that you can say, like, uh, just for example, um, uh, hearing X amount of podcasts or uh, find a way to exercise uh, or learn about something that was always there. And uh, today, uh, I don't know about, like, if you're a manager, probably you're overwhelmed with work. Uh, But maybe engineers today, because we're working from home, we got our two hours, three hours commute back. Uh, So instead of the podcast, maybe we can, you know, go to Coursera, uh, go to the Abstractor University or the the Academy or the Blazemeter University and uh, learn, you know, JMeter, learn Selenium, learn performance testing. And yeah, uh, yeah and maybe you'll find out that you're a tester. Yes. And uh, <laughs> and the tester is not just for code. Uh, you can test a lot of things in your house. Uh, how to pick <laughs> a lock is also a test that you can learn. Everything is related to quality and analyzing the quality, improving the quality of everything yep. around you. This is the life of, of a tester. <laughs> okay. I, oh. I went to, uh, like, uh, somebody told me, like, uh, how do you become a tester? Uh, uh, and, and I said, you, you don't become a tester. It's something in your DNA. And uh, if you want to know if, you're a, uh, if, you like, if you would like testing or not, if you're a gamer, just go to any MMORPG game or... Uh, mass, uh, sorry, uh, massive multiplayer online uh, RPG, or uh, a 3D shooter, you know, just like a Counter Strike mm-hmm. or uh, I don't know, uh, Health Life. And if you find yourself uh, going into a room or a cave, and instead of just going directly out, you are exploring that for like an hour and a half just <laughs> to find nothing there, <laughs> and you don't quit playing. You are a tester, my friend, because you <laughs> like to explore stuff and see what happens if I will throw a grenade into that cave and will I die? Uh, <laughs> only a tester would think about that. Experiments. So, uh, Experiments again. <laughs> okay, uh, one, one final question. It's um, books. Do you read books? Do you have any recommendations for reading? Uh, so... Uh, I must say that uh, I became a, a, a book. He, uh, I'm hearing books more than read them. Uh, oh, okay. But uh, I took advantage of, yeah, because uh, b- because that's uh, for my commute. I have a balance between podcasts uh, and uh, and the books. So I uh, I found it that I can hear a book and then I get uh, more time because uh, when I get to to bed and read a book, I usually fall asleep. Then I need to go back and read more pages. Uh, but one book that uh, really influenced me is uh, Ender's Game. I don't know if, uh, are you familiar with Ender's Game? It's kind of an old book, almost as old as me. <laughs> no, I don't know it. So uh, Ender's Game talks about, uh, uh, I don't want to ruin the book, but it talks about uh, um, uh, there was an invasion to, the, uh, to Earth by an uh, uh, alien race, and now they are training kids to become the next uh, really intelligent kids that they uh, they located. And um, um, they're moving them to space. 
and uh, the whole world was united uh, to create that program and they teach them how to become uh, officers to command the future uh, uh, um, army uh, that will uh, deal with the invasion. And uh, I think that's the book, in my opinion, that foresaw the two pizza team. Because um, really quickly in that book, uh, the main character is uh, Andrew Wiggins, and uh, uh, the, the, the nickname is Ender. He is implementing uh, squads instead of just controlling everything uh, as the other commanders. And basically, he breaks it down into squads of three, which they know the plan, but they are fully autonomous. And they know their role, because uh, there is a game in space that they need to play uh, and get to the goal. Uh, and uh, that, I read that book just, because, uh, just before I left uh, to officer schools. And uh, uh, that book really uh, taught me that it's much more efficient to uh, get your, in this case, it's, it, was, it was soldiers, but um, build your teams in such a way that they are fully autonomous and they own what they are supposed to do. And they have all the permissions to do whatever they need in order to get that goal, uh, obviously within the uh, law, right? But um, the rules of the game. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think uh, uh, if I take that, and that book was in 1985, uh, if you look at the uh, Jeff Bezos uh, two pizza teams, I think it's just an extension of that. Uh, you basically break your teams into groups that are not too big, because then what's the point? Uh, uh, but not too small. They can do the work or the job all by themselves, uh, and they look at the, uh, um, uh, the let's say the CEO or the, the manager as the person that basically tells them uh, where where they need to be what is expected and what is the end game. Um, so I love that book. And by the way, it's a full series of books uh, and there's a game uh, uh, develops into uh, uh, going into space and uh, traveling between universe, not universe, between planets, etc. And there is like a, a parallel game, to, a parallel book series to that called Ender's Shadow, which uh, starts from almost the same place of uh, Ender's game. Uh, have but from a different character. So in Ender's game, it's from the uh, Andrew Wiggins uh, point of view. And then one of his squad called Bean, uh, then the Ender's shadow is from the uh, Bean's uh, um, point of view. And then also great, I highly recommend those uh, uh, books. Uh, you, but be careful, there are, uh, um, you become a, uh, addicted to them. So uh, mm -hmm. make sure you, you, know, you, you start reading that at least at like the weekend. And uh, at least you have like two days that. Uh... <laughs> okay, I will take this into consideration. At the beginning, I thought that you were mentioning a book of science fiction, nothing to do with what we do at work, you know. But at the end, you connected it <laughs> nicely. No, it's, oh. <laughs> it's it's the 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 writer. I think uh, just. I don't know if by accident or not, but uh, or was he learned it from somewhere else? That's I looked at it and when the two pizza team kind of phrase came up to to yeah. life in the industry, it like automatically uh, oh it enters game, but with eight people and not four. Cool, excellent. 
Rafael, uh, I had great time talking with, with you. Uh, thank you so much for your time. The last thing I, I, I want to ask you is if you have anything you want to suggest our listeners to, to access or to try. So I urge all of you, if you ever wanted to kind of know how to uh, do testing with JMeter or become a performance tester, uh, to visit the Blazemeter University. Um, it's just going to be there. Uh, it's free. Um, there are like learning paths to become a performance engineer, uh, which will guide you through how to be a JMeter pro, and then what uh, what need what it means to be performance engineers, how to conduct tests and uh, best practices. It's all based on JMeter, Selenium, and BlazeMeter free account. So uh, with with all those three, you can uh, just do that. Uh, and if you need uh, more into that and like spread a little bit more. Uh, we have the uh, uh, Abstract Academy. So uh, I think those two together are uh, completing each other. And uh, other than that, just, uh, you know, stay safe, stay healthy. Yeah, these uh, crazy times, we learn so much about ourselves. And uh, I like to say, uh, I, I don't think we're, or at least on my world, uh, working from home is kind of uh, misleading. We are at home dealing with a crisis while trying to do our work and get our customers to be successful while doing that. So uh, that's the state of mind. Um, and uh, we're all doing our best and learning to that. Yeah, very challenging times, but I think we can, we can do it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much again, Rafael. And talk thank to you, you Federico. Bye-bye. I hope your sense for quality got better after this conversation. Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe to Quality Sense Podcast. Tell your friends, your family, your colleagues or whoever you think can benefit from listening to it. I hope to see you soon. Adios amigos.